Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here we are, welcome to another episode of the A to Z of the 90s with Andy Bush and Louise Maloney. Same pattern of behaviour has happened before we even got to sit down and start talking about the 90s. Uh, pretty much the lift doors open, Louise comes into uh, this studio and hands me uh, a scrunched up, what looks like a scrunched up bit of toilet paper. I think it is, yeah. It's like I have a vole in it, or like a little mouse. Yeah. And it's another one of your weird Irish tea bags. Yeah. Uh, I then go and try and make that for you, it's split. Yeah. So it's broken. You can't can't do it. Can't mm-hmm. use it. Mm-hmm. So I then. How do you split it? Were you just like? Were it you... was already split. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was already split. I still blame you. I, I thought you would do. <laughs> so then um, I think all right. Let's pivot. I'll just make you a normal cup of tea. Make you a normal cup of tea, and then yet again that mm. weird milk that you have. Yeah, plant based milk. Plant based milk, full of loads of blobs of kind of clustered. Like, just like tofu smashed to pieces. Yeah, it was absolutely gross. Yeah, yeah. That's two weeks on the trot now. I don't know if that's an omen. I'm a bit... Well, do you know what's a bad omen? The fact that this is the first pod- podcast I've done with you where I haven't had a cup of tea in my hand. I feel like we need to resolve this. I mean, oh, last I time we paused it and we went and got a cup I of tea. I know, I know. Would you have a normal cup of tea? I would, but I just don't know. Are we that invested in it? I feel like we are. I, I, I worry for the remainder. I don't know what people who are listening to this feel like, but... I wonder if it could be quite a swingy episode if you're if you've got a brute. Do you know, do you know what? what? Do you know what? You're not wrong. And also, we did get an amazing tweet from someone, and I need to have a think about it. So maybe I should think about it while you make a cup of tea. What about read the tweet? We go and make a cup of tea. Yeah. Press pause. Come back with the answer. Okay. I think that's a good plan. This is from Shuffs72. Of course. Who says help? Exclamation point. I'm hosting so an exclamation what? Exclamation point. I've never heard of one then before. Exclamation mark. I believe that's the correct phrase. D- Unless you're American. Oh. Can I, I get a bean burger? <laughs> Can I get a bean burger? Don't and forget, I do sauce? call this the A to Z of, of the 90s. You're virtually American. Um, help, exclamation point. I'm hosting a 90s dinner party next week, but what am I going to cook? Hashtag <gasps> A to Z, the 90s podcast. You had to put that in the end, didn't you? Well, actually, no, it is there, but yeah, I did like to add it in as yeah. well. <laughs> okay, we'll have a think about the food. You have a think while you're listening to this. We'll be back in a second with Louise's got a proper cup of tea. Slight pause... Brand new cup of tea made, and we're back. Yeah, that was fun. I've um, I've thought I haven't thought, I haven't thought of a full menu, Bush. Right. Um. So this person's having a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Its theme is nineties. Uh huh. Um, I'll kick things off. Okay. Uh, volavants. 
Is that a 90s thing? Is it volivants? Yeah. Volivants with like a mushroom, creamy mushroom, Ooh. watery mushrooms, creamy mushroom centre. I haven't had a volivon in ages. Probably since the 90s. Probably since the 90s. I mean, I remember I was a waiter um, at a big, uh, like, boring restaurant in Brixham, mm. in Devon. And they used to have a rotary club. You know, like, like stuffy old fat businessmen used to go there every month. And they would have a lot of volivons on plates. They used to have to serve quite a bit of big plates of volivons. Yeah. Maybe if they serve volivons in the lounge before sitting down for dinner, that could be quite nice. That'd be very posh, wouldn't it? Take yeah. it to the next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any thoughts? What else do you thinking? Chicken Kiev. Yeah. I love is chicken Kiev. Yeah. I think it is quite nice. What do you have your Kiev with? Just got, in terms of in, in the interior, no, no. it's got to be absolutely piping hot to the point where it take your mouth, the roof of your mouth off. Yeah. And then it's got to be the garlic, the garlic buttery, the garlic one. The no, see no, but what one. carb do you have with that? Ooh, I've never been asked that by a girl before. <laughs> I think I might go for um, boiled potatoes. No, Actually, it's a bit old ladies' dinner, isn't it? No, but teeth on the teeth on the windowsill. You gotta have a chicken Kiev and mash because what? the butter runs into the mash, and then you've garlicky mash. I wasn't expecting you to say mash at all. I thought oh. we can say chips. No, 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 no. It's gotta be, it's gotta be chicken Kiev and mash. And what do you think of these people who have like, um, like you can get like cheese and ham inside a Kiev? You know what I mean? Like stuff that should never, should never, not in a million years be near a Kiev. Do you know what I mean? Should be in a Kiev in a million years. Don't dick around with the perfection of a chicken Kiev. If you want, put that on a T-shirt, put it on a poster. That is the motto of this week's episode. Without further ado, let's get on with this. In the A to Z of the 1990s, this is stuff beginning with N. Okay, here we go then. More food, though, from this dinner party before we carry on into the ends. Well, while you were making that tea, I came up with a couple of things, right? Jack of potato. <laughs> that is very 90s. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Can I stop you on the, on the jack of potato? Go on. Right? Used to, this restaurant again, don't keep going on about it, they used to work in, in Brixham. We're obsessed with this place. Berryhead Hotel, mm. Brixham Seafront. And they jack of potatoes, massive in the 90s, you're absolutely mm. right. But the flavours, you don't see these days. So we used to have prawns and merry rose sauce oh on a jack of potato. <laughs> don't see that these days. And then also we used to have stilton and mushroom on a jack of potato. Don't see that these days. That's because that all sounds horrific. That sounds amazing. It's the uh, the ostentation of the of the of the eighties and the nineties in one go. The only thing I'm having in a jack potato is baked beans. Not cheese. No, I've, we don't. Do, I don't think I've done that before. Oh god, my god, you got to loads do it, of butter, I? loads of beans. I, I went to a cafe recently in Leon C mm. and asked for a jack potato with cheese and beans. My favourite type of jack potato. Yeah. And you know what he did? This absolute heretic. <laughs> Put cheese on first, then beans on top. No. Nearly slapped his face. <laughs> Although that would have been putting the cheese in the direct heat of the potato, though. And in it's fairness, buried under the beans. You can't. You don't even know it's there. It could uh, just be butter. Yeah, you, you want your eyes to eat it first. Yeah. I was going to eat his eyes. <laughs> Love to okay. eat his eyes. Lunchables. I just have a few lunchables on the dinner table. What is that? Those tiny little things that you'd bring to school, where you have like a little section for crackers, a little section for ham, and a little sex- section for cheese. Okay. And then you'd make them yourself in school. They're called lunchables, dairyly lunchables. Okay. What in like little plastic packets? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Froops. I just have some froops thrown around the house. Love froops. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Also, the thing I only ever ate in the nineties and never ate beyond that: microwave chips. 
Oh, 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 oh. oh my God, I'd forgotten about microchips. We used to absolutely love them in, in my the brother. box. Do you they, remember? They were terrible. They, just they didn't were sog. They were just absolutely disgusting. There was a big, there was a big kind of like rush of night of like um, microwavable stuff in the nineties. Remember, there was a few microwavable pizzas that we mm-hmm, used to have. Mm-hmm. My mum used to buy frozen, I kid you not, frozen microwavable kebabs wow. from Booker's Cash and Carry. Mm. Now, in an era of the just the tail end of CJT, mad cow disease, I'm pretty sure we were in the frame <laughs> eating them every night after school. Ugh. Um, and then for dessert, there's only one. Vianetta. Can't beat Vianetta. It's Can't still going strong to this day. So good. It's still luxury to this day. And then to finish things off, I would have a little shot of Sunny Delight. Check you out. Do you know what I mean? And then if you want to just have a little few snacks just to kind of go around, like I said in the lounge before, a uh, bowl of Frosties. Remember Frosty Sweets? Oh, yeah. If you push a pup, push a pup. Why can I say this? Push a push pop. Do you remember them? What's that? You'd stick your finger in a push a push pop. Don't ever do that hand action to me again. Suck it. What you did? What is this? And meal? then suck it, and then all the saliva would go down from your push pop onto your finger. Do you not remember I've that? Absolutely no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> a club milk. Do you remember club milks? No. My granny used to always have them. They were so nice. And just a freeze pop. That's it. Right, I, I, I don't know what with. any of these things are. I'm going to have to write <laughs> these all down and, and have them because I've literally never heard of any of this stuff. That's absolutely outrageous. Okay, sorry about that. I, I totally went off kilter there. No, it's good. It's good. It's got me hungry even thinking about it. Um, we're going to get into the, the ends in just a second. There's one thing that keeps coming up, though, from previous podcasts. Go on. And, and when we were recording the other week, I, I pretended like I knew what it was, but I didn't. Oh, interesting. I uh, didn't know you did that to me, Bush. I did it all the time. Do it with, with my other half. <laughs> Okay, so what I, it was reverse goat. Okay, you yeah. mentioned the reverse goat. Yeah. So I don't want you to explain what it is now, mm-hmm. but you know, on on my Twitter at Bush on the Radio and also on our own Instagram, mm-hmm. A to Z of the nineties podcast. Um, we put quite a few pictures up of stuff. Is it? Would this be something you could do a diagram of? I you could, couldn't. You, you, I could describe it to you, and you. But could you do could it. draw it, like with you know, just like stick person. I can't draw Bush. I couldn't but, even draw yeah, stick person. Anyone can do stick stick people. <laughs> I'm not willing to draw the backwards goat. Look, I threw it out what? in a podcast. There have been many, many follow-up questions. And I'm not willing to answer them. So is this an Irish thing? Look, let's just... It is what it is, okay? If you want to see the reverse goat and you would like some form of a, uh, a diagram from Louise, please get in touch with us however you can on the podcast. Particularly drop me a tweet at Bush on the radio. Okay, let's go going with the ends, Bush. Let's do it. I'd quite like you to go first. Um... Brad Scott has been on mm-hmm. to say that we have to talk about, and now this is a clothing label I didn't own any of back in the day, Naf Naf Clothing. Yeah, it's on my list too. So I can picture it. I loved that black bomber jacket. Yes. You know, with the Naf Naf written on the back and sort of, it was sort of like embroidered in with the colourful thread. Is, it, is this a look of a uh, drug dealer? The kind of... Um, Maybe it is, Bush. Fun knockabout Euro drug dealer. Yeah, look. very much so, I think. Bright colours, not really carrying a knife, but, you know, has got lots of pot. And could punch you if pushed. Probably got a goatee beard or, or one of those little crouton beards that people had in the 90s. Oh, yeah. What's the, what they about? I don't know what they're called. They've got an actual name, those. Do like they? A, what did you call it? A crouton beard. That's a brilliant name for it. Little tiny mini... During the 90s, people used to grow beards. Not proper goatee. Well, goatees was a thing in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then a little tiny crouton beard. But men with sides. Describe where the crouton beard is for the listeners because they can't see you. Just below. Just below. Your lip. Yeah, but your Above lip. your chin. Yeah. Crouton beard. Gross. Did you uh, own any naff naff stuff, Lamo? Uh, no, I didn't. I have to be honest with you, I didn't. But when I um, had a look, I was like, I recognise it. I, was it kind of cool? It doesn't look it from the photos that no? I've seen. Hmm, interesting. Uh, no, but I think, I, I do remember it. I didn't have any of it myself. In the 80s, the 1990s, N is for naff naff. I'm doing the next one. <laughs> What's going on? You have to guess what it is, okay? Okay, go on. <clears throat> 
999 with Michael Burke. Yes. Love it. What a great impression. What Thank a great impression. Much. I had loads to go, but like that's fine. It you, ended can, with, I, can I it do the bass line and, and, okay, you, and okay. you go over the top? Yeah! I forgot about the flurry at the end there. Yeah. And normally this would be Michael Burke, the newsreader, stood in front of a burning oil drum mm. out the back of like a warehouse, mm. semi-darkness, cobbled floor, talking about a dangerous thing that's happened. Yeah, it's because of him I planned a fire route out of my house. <laughs> Just to make sure you know how to get out of there. Yeah. Like, he made me scared of everyday things, Bush. It, there was a lot of terrifying stuff around them, wasn't there? Like, honestly, it really was the kind of thing. It was like, you know, Unsolved Mysteries that was around yeah. in the 90s as well. I loved that programme. And then at the end, he'd always go something like, you know, stay safe out there and don't have nightmares. And I would just be like already white knuckling, you know, the side of the sofa, scared out of my wits. Because Nick Ross from Crime Watch was at the same thing. Oh, let's scare the bejesus out of everyone. But yeah. at the end, make it okay yeah, yeah. by reversing the spell and going, do sleep well, don't have nightmares. But it wasn't okay. Bush. It wasn't okay. No, it wasn't. I, it put me off uh, potholing forever. Which no, is? no, no, Michael. When, when people get helmets on and frog suits and go into like into caves, is that called potholing? That's potholing. So they jump in. It sounds like a sex act. I, but know, it's I was going to say, I was looking at. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't think you jump in. So what's the crack then? You just climb, but it's literally a crack. You climb in a crack. <laughs> you climb into the crack, get wet, get stuck. Break your leg backwards so it goes upwards. Oh, there was a lot of cave stuff. Horrible. Wasn't there? People just being pulled out of caves. Left 999 with Michael Burke was 90% people getting pulled out of caves screaming. Or there was a lot of things in swimming pools as well. Like there was, you know, you know, as a girl with having hair yeah. on my head and, you know, it getting caught in a like a swimming pool vent or something. Oh, just, yeah. The, the, yeah, the, like stuff that I wouldn't have even, I, I mean, I'm quite an anxious person anyway. So yeah. those things usually come to me quite easily. Yeah. So having Michael Burke really hammer them home that like this could really affect me and my life and my safety, it just, it, it, it wasn't the one. I, I think it was, well, it demonised um, you know the the sucking power of mm. things in swimming pools. like a jacuzzi like literally just don't go in because you'll get sucked your whole body into one of those vents and you're done it's surprised you did anything in the 90s with all these programs <laughs> around in the 80s of the 1990s N is for 999 with Michael Burke one more time just a tiny bit of the music that's it haunting right we have a, a contribution brilliant uh, we have Gordon who's come up with beautiful, a beautiful thing. Have a listen to this. Hey Louise, hey Bush, it's Gordon here. If you're looking for iconic ends from the 1990s, then you've got to look no further than the N64. They were the console that everybody wanted to have. And if you didn't have one personally, you made sure you had a pal that did. There you go. He's Thank right. you, Gordon. The N64, Nintendo 64 games console, still uh, unparalleled in terms of a look. No games console looks like it, how the controllers looked. It was completely unique. And that's some of the best games ever. Yeah, so I think, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's a lot of corrections of me on this podcast, which I'm okay with. That's right. um, it was the console to introduce me to Donkey Kong. I believe that was on there, yes. And Super Mario Kart, which was around before that, but obviously came into its own um, in, Ninten- in Nintendo. And then obviously we moved on to the Super Nintendo. I think that's the one I had. Right. Uh, but obviously we're in the end, so we'll stick to Nintendo. But oh my God, it's a, it was a beautiful thing. Amazing thing. It reminds me of university. Mm. So I had a lot of friends at Cardiff University. And what we would do is they had an N64. Yeah. We would go over there, smoke so many cigarettes mm-hmm. in the lounge, just choke, choke the room up with fags, yeah. and then just play Goldeneye. I mean... 
that sounds pretty dreamy. Do you know what we took? We took our pic. They, they took their pictures down at the end of the year that we were at university, and there was marks <laughs> where all the pictures being because we'd smoked so many cigarettes. Is that why you decided to give up in the that end? That was what, what it was. <laughs> it was so weird. What a bizarre thing! Like people, I think people now like go out quite a lot and do stuff, but genuinely, when I was at university, we used to sit in smoke stuff. And as a girl, what we do is we there was one girl in our friend group who had her own like little flat, or it was a little sort of mini house, uh-huh. and we just go there at like ten o'clock in the morning when we were supposed to be in uni, drink tea and smoke cigarettes all day long. Marlboro Lights, 20 a day, boom, and talk about crap. Now, where did you, when did you cut out? Did you, when did you stop smoking cigarettes? I stopped cigarettes when I moved into a house in London and it was winter and it was a non-smoking house. And oh, I, yeah. it was the fight against being cold versus wanting a cigarette yep. and the cold one and I just couldn't go outside, so I stopped. I find it weird. No offence to you if you do vape, but I do find the vaping thing very weird because it looks like they're smoking like, um, like the TV remote. Some people. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> They're very. Are they very in at the moment? They are. Aren't I see. I've seen more of them at the moment than I ever have in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do get it. Like, I have to say, think about back when we gave up Bush because we gave up way before the vaping was a thing. Donkeys years ago. Don't you think we would have probably vaped if they were around just to have something in your hand and something to do? Yeah, because that was the big problem. Is like, what am I going to do with my hands? Yeah. Now uh, we know what you do with your hands. Now we know Bush. exactly. Sicko. That's why I got glasses. <laughs> uh, my mum was right. Um, but, like, yeah, what you can do with your hands, but uh, I don't know, I don't think I'd... There wasn't even, a, obviously, a thing. They weren't even invented then. But you see these clouds of smoke come out of people. I've never I seen anything like it. Yeah, Booms. and what do, you, what do you think of the fruity smell of that smoke? Well, see, right, this this still to this present day, even though I quit smoking ages ago, and if, I don't know if anyone listening to this who's an ex-smoker has got the same thing. Sometimes if I walk through a cloud of puff of smoke from someone in front of me, and they're smoking like a Marlboro Light, mm. I kind of quite like it, just for a little... Bush, I... I cloud chase that shit, man. I really want to walk behind people. You know, outside the tube, someone will light up in front of you. Yeah, yeah. And I'll especially walk nice and slow behind them. Just even the smell of a match. I know people don't really strike matches very often now, but even that, it's just like a... Beautiful. But a a vape, Mm. I don't like that at all. It's a big fruity mess, isn't it? (laughs) Big old fruity cloud of mess. (laughs) It's not going in. Fruity mess. In In the A to Z of the 1990s. N is for Nintendo 64. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, is it me, Bush? I don't know, yeah, if you want to do one. If not, I can go, I've got one. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Neighbours. Oh, do you know what? 
good. I'm glad you you brought this up because I, I don't know if we've mentioned it before in the nineties uh, podcast, but it needs a mention, doesn't it? Because obviously it's not on anymore as well. It has to because I immediately, well, you know, when you think about these things off the top of our head, and I was thought neighbours, and I thought, oh my god, you know what? The Kylie Jason wedding now. We can't really put that in because that was in 1988, right? Right. So it's just fallen out of the 90s. But I really need to give it a mention because guess how many, and I mean British, viewers the wedding had, Kylie and Jason? These were different times, weren't they? were different times. There there wasn't as much choice. There was no internet, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But still. I reckon three million. Are you kidding me, Bush? How many? 20 million British Viewers. Jesus, we had nothing else going on back then. But you know what's so losery, and Jesus. I'm really sorry I, I have to admit this, right? I used to watch it at lunchtime and then again in the evening. I know, if you were on school holiday, it was it was the two appointments, wasn't it? What the hell? Neighbours at one and again at half five. But like, why was, I mean, I don't think anything's on twice anymore, is it? No, 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 um, no. even doctors that they've inexplicably put on at seven in the evening because it's shite. They're still, they've still taken that off the daytime. Have they, yeah. Or unless they put it on double, I don't know. Oh, good Lord. No offence if you like doctors, but personally, I think it's bad. I think it's um, bottom of the barrel shit. But uh, <laughs> Neighbours, I love Neighbours. I absolutely love Neighbours. I, I mean, it's a shame it's not on anymore, because do you hear there's a final episode with loads of like thrills and spills. I know, didn't, did you see it? Uh, no, I didn't actually. And I have a question for you about Neighbours. Go on. So did you watch it in the 90s? I'm not sure. I mean, I watched it in the air. I remember, I rem- I remember watching it back when um, there was a different Scott. There was a different Scott before okay. Jason Donovan took over. So okay. it was like one of the, the day ones. Got you. But then into the 90s, obviously, I, I went to university. So maybe I maybe I wasn't watching it then, to be honest with you. But I, mean, I remember Bouncer's Dream and... Mm. and oh, uh, yeah! Uh, Doug, is it Doug Ellis or Doug Willis? One of them is the uh, old uh, Aston Villa chairman. Doug Willis, I think, ta- accidentally taking magic mushrooms oh to time with last week's episode. Amazing. So yeah, it's just one of those things that's in the background of your life. I mean, I definitely think one of the highlights for me uh, of the storylines of the 1990s, like this was the sort of thing we all talked about in school the next day and stuff, was the fact that like Harold Bishop disappeared. Yes. He went for a walk on a mountaintop uh-huh. and he didn't come back and then he was just found in a Salvation Army shop working there a couple of years later. Did he come, did he come out with a Scottish accent or something like that? Or <laughs> it was the Earl of He came of back Doom. with no memory anyway. He came back of no memory of his previous life. Like this was groundbreaking stuff. I know we're laughing and taking the piss and stuff but this was groundbreaking stuff back then. No one's like, no wow, doing this. I know. <laughs> Neighbours were trailblazers. And, you know, and, and all the incidental characters, like the Udigawas. God bless the Udigawas. God, I know. The uh, Alessi sisters, the lovely Alessi sisters, stuff like that as well. What about Toadfish? Do you remember him? He's still in it, I think. Jeez, imagine that was your whole life, just, I suppose, look at Ken Roach, but your whole life just being in a soap. It must be, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I can't really tell. Well, think about it. The, the guy who plays Toadfish and the guy who plays uh, um, Carl Kennedy, Yeah. what are they doing now? They're God, doing odd I, jobs around the neighbourhood. I used to have a crush on Carl Kennedy. Did you? Yeah. There was something about him. He was he was kind of a simmering. Uh, was he a doctor? Yeah, GP. Yeah, like a hot doctor. Yeah, definitely would. Hot position of power type fella. Yeah, God bless it. In the eighties and the nineteen nineties, N one hundred percent is for the iconic neighbours. We're getting a lot. Of, we always get a lot of footwear in this podcast. Yeah. Um, and someone has suggested um, a set of trainers that I remember specifically my mum buying for me and my brother, even though we asked for Nike. And she got us these instead, and oh, it's no. Nyx. Oh no, you did tell me this before, and I was really sad for I you. I was absolutely mortified. Now, how is that spelled? Is it N I K S? N I C K S. Oh my god, like the name. Nyx. I don't know if it was like a coincidence, and then you got Nike and you got Nyx, or um, they were specifically designed to be like a knockoff Nike market type thing. Do you know what I mean? Now, come here, where do you think she got these? Birkenhead Markets. Okay, so in a market. It was the same place that my nan got us uh, Calvin Club boxer shorts. <laughs> 
So, I don't know, if, if, if you're listening to this and you were a kid in the 90s or the 80s or whatever and, and your parents have bought you quite a blatant knockoff of something, mm. they, they think it's fine. They think, well, there's no difference in it. But they don't realise the, 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 the shit that you get when you get on the school bus wearing those kind of things. I know. I just don't but feel like that happens. I don't think that really happens anymore, Bush, does it? That you get knockoffs. I think kids are just so... Well, yeah. I can't say kids are spoiled. That's, like, not fair for me to say. But No, kid, they are. Are they? They are. You have kids. Are your ki- do, you, do you get your kids the proper... Proper gear. Our kids have got yeah. Yeah. Our kids, but they won't settle for anything else. I know. I was going to say. You see kids walking around with these AirPod things. Yeah. Like they're like two hundred quid, aren't they? I won't even spend a pair on that. Two hundred pounds. And also, they're just so easy to lose. Yeah. I mean, my, my eldest daughter, Erin, has mm. got AirPods. Mm. And I, I don't know whether she is listening to me in the house because she's got her headphones in the whole time. <laughs> That's so good. Imagine being a kid and just being able to block your parents out. We had not got that choice back in the day. We did not have that tech back in the 80s and 70s. I had the 70s for my own benefit here, Lomo. Uh, in the 80s and the 1990s, uh, healing the memories of anyone who's been sold a massive copy, it's Nick's. I got a doth my cap bush to Nickelodeon, okay? Because Nickelodeon was, when I was a bit, obviously what I've talked about when I got a bit older, it was always MTV. Uh-huh. But before that, I would get in from school and I would watch Nickelodeon. And I would just literally throw down my school bag, not even before the front door had closed. Yep. School bag thrown down. <laughs> I'd pass the like, um, so did I tell you, by the way, because I was only thinking about this last night. Did I tell you my dad, my family, well, it was my dad, put a lock on our phone. No. Oh my God. Okay. So you know, back the in the day when I hear you had about a- your dad, the more fascinated I am by him. <laughs> um, you know the way you like you'd have a handset, right? Yeah. So you pick it up, and you'd have the I call it a flex. What would you call it? A the, cable. The, the, the cable. The cable. Cord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cord. The cord. And you pick it up. You are American, so, aren't you? <laughs> no, that's a pretty Irish thing. The flex. But so in the handset, I'll have to explain this. There's a handset, and you would put it inside a case, and the case would completely cover the phone except for the handset, except for the the bit you pick up. Oh okay. My. Yeah. And it only had one square free. And the only square that was free was nine. For nine nine nine. For nine nine nine. Oh my god. So he so you would be in the house and all you could do was pick up the phone if it rang. Yeah. Or dial nine 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 in the case of an emergency. Jeez. And that would be on most of the time. So what if you want if you got a uh, clearance from your dad to make a phone call? Yeah, there was a lock. Help. So you get a key, he'd, he'd bring out key. his key. Well, he would never give me the key. He would get the key, unlock it, take it out of its case and let you make a phone call. Your dad didn't build like a uh, like a network of basements or anything underneath the house. <laughs> I've never really felt like it because apparently I used to run up these huge phone bills chatting you, to my mates. Who were you talking to? Just you know, you know what it's like when you're young. You can literally spend all day with your girlfriends in school and then come home and be on the phone all night. I don't want to get into a gender debate here, but I think it's a girl thing. I do think it's a girl thing too. Because my, I go back to my oldest daughter Erin. She will face she FaceTime for I kid you not four and a half hours during school holidays. That does not surprise me. In one day, yeah. And they'd only seen each other the day before. Mm. What are you talking about? And it's funny because I remember my stairs so well in my old house because I sat there so much on the phone. Right. I'd always be, you know, at the banisters, chatting away. I don't know what the hell we were talking about. But I guess it was expensive. So Dad was like, I'm not having this. There's going to be a lock on that phone. I love that. If you are listening to this and your parents did what would be, it's fair to say, fairly draconian thing. If your parents did something that's straight out of uh, medieval Mm. or Tudor Britain, in their in their meanness with things, tell us about it. You can uh, tweet me at Bush on the radio or get in touch with our Instagram, uh, the A to Z of the nineties podcast on Instagram. Yeah, so basically, sorry, the reason I'm telling you that is because I would run past the locked phone yeah. <laughs> into the living room, stick on Nickelodeon, and do you remember a programme called Keenan and Kel? 
No, again, this is another okay, one of those sorry, this weird... this is a different generation thing. So yeah. it had things like Keenan and Kel, Clarissa Explains It All, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? And there was all those programmes on straight after school. Absolutely loved them. As far as I can tell with Nickelodeon, my experience of it, not that I've ever sat down and watched it, it's just people getting gunged. There is a bit of that. Just people just get gunging, non-stop yeah. gunging. And you know that when they do those, I think they do those, um, what do you call those, ceremonies or like award ceremonies, yeah? Yes, yeah, and yeah. They, and they gunge famous people. That's quite fun. I like the idea of that. You, bring the, you don't see gunging as much no, as you see. No, you just don't. Oh, that'd be a great way to settle political debates and stuff, wouldn't it? Loser gets gunged. <laughs> uh, in the 80s and the 1990s, N is for Nickelodeon. Um, other ones just got to chuck in there, Louise. I, I hate to say this now because I know you're going to get all kind of hot and frisky about it. Nigel Mansell. People have been tweeting me during the week about your love for my dad, Nigel, because he caught a, big, caught a big fish. You certainly did. Stay out of this. Don't, don't do this to him. <laughs> He caught a uh, a thirteen, I think thirteen or twelve pound fish. Don't just stop it. It's funny, the weirdest thing, right? And I don't know to, like how to back this up, but loads of people said, "Tell me you're from Liverpool," without telling me you're from Liverpool. Right. Apparently, uh, loads of fellas from Liverpool's profile pictures on Twitter and Instagram is them holding a the fish. It must and, be a scouse thing. And you know what, Bush? Loads of people on dating profiles, their profile picture is them holding a fish. Really? I think it should be your dad's Tinder profile. My dad picture. is not getting out there on Tinder. He's happily married to Geraldine. Thank you very much. Also, love you, Geraldine. You know this is all in jest. I do love you, Geraldine. But Nigel Mansell. Do you remember that, Nigel Mansell? He was the incredibly old-school British world's uh, Formula One champion. Of course. Made the moustache famous. Obviously, my dad had a moustache the whole mm. time when we were kids. But he was just like a... You can't get a more British kind of Formula One champion than Nigel what, Mansell. What's the comparison between your Nigel and Nigel Mansell, though? Is there a connection there? Or are you just bringing them both up in the uh, same just conversation? Just bring up a famous Nigel. You're just doing it to get me all rattled up, aren't you? Getting you all... And hopefully convince you to draw a diagram of the reverse goat. <laughs> With Nigel? No, no. Right, OK, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming back out of that. No, thanks very much. In the 80s and the 1990s, N is for Nigel Mansell. In the 80s and the 1990s, I need to just give a quick mention to Natalie Portman. Oh, she's beautiful. Oh my God, she's so hot, isn't oh, she? Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. The reason I'm bringing her up is, of course, because of Leon, the film. Now, have you seen it, right? I've seen Leon, oh, yes. It's so good. At first I thought the place around the corner where you can get really <laughs> tiny cakes. I really love the um, fish wrap in Leon. Have you had that? I've had a few things in Leon, but I always look at it and think... Oh my God, that's so small. You're taking the piss. Yeah, because they say that like it's a real healthy place. It's healthy because you're only getting a tiny portion of it. You know, like vanishing point, right? I think there's a point in, I don't, it, like this is a London thing, right? It might be in, the same in Dublin, I don't know, but big city thing where cakes and cakes and cakes are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. When you go into a cafe, in mm. a, in a cafe, coffee shop, uh, the cakes in like the pure around the corner mm. are so small mm. that certainly there's going to hit a point where they cease to exist <laughs> and you're just paying for like empty air. It's got to be a point, vanishing point. You're just paying for the little cake holder. Cake holder. <laughs> they've got, they've halved. I think they've halved in five years. And if you carry that graph on, they will disappear in five years' time. Okay, back to Natalie Portman. Natalie Bush. Portman, yes. Yeah, okay, so basically, the reason I bring her up is because to me that was iconic back in the day. She was twelve when she was in that. Right. And she starts. Obviously, you know the whole premise of it. She, her family are killed, and she moves in with this hitman who lives in her building. She was twelve. Dude, she was 12, okay? Oh and she started to develop this kind of crush right. on Leon, who was played by, I think his name was Jean Reno. And it's quite unsettling the way that relationship unfolds. Right. And I, I don't really know how I feel about it. It's one of those films that probably couldn't be made now. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? But, exactly. I mean, I remember, oh gosh, that's really weird now. I remember like 
fancy her. Leon. She's 12. Oh my God, but Leon. you're sicko. Not in Leon, but I fancy her, but she's like the same for ages. Like She doesn't look any different when she's like 18 as she does when she... Oh God, this is terrible. <laughs> what am I even talking about? I think, as my mother would say, she was quite advanced. That's not going to help. That's not <laughs> well, a she did look. She did look older. She's just one of those, I don't know, it's hard. To, it, I, even I find myself sticking with the language. I'm like, how do I say it properly? Stunning in that, like she was a stunning child in it. And I think the way they portrayed her as well... It was just, it was unsettling, but it was also just an incredible film. I mean, without going into details of stuff, right, I, I genuinely think that uh, even even like two, the early 2000s, mm. stuff that was happening then, or you put out as like a movie or film or TV, you couldn't get made now. It's, like, it's so different. It really yeah. is. So even yeah, like yeah. 2009 to now or something mm. like that. So that's mad. I didn't know she was 12. That's crazy. Do you feel like ashamed? I just, I just want to move on past it. Okay, gotcha. Um... <laughs> In the 80s out of the 1990s, thanks, Louise, and is for Natalie Portman. A uh, couple of quick uh, notary mentions. Two bands that I love from the 90s that never get the credit they deserve. N is for Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Don't know them. Not one, but two bass players. Love a band with two bass players. And then my, one of my favourite bands of all time, and no one's ever heard of them, and if you've heard of them, please get in touch, mm. the new Fast Automatic Daffodils. You just made that up. Amazing bands. Really? They've got bongos and everything like that. Absolutely brilliant. New fads. If you like the new fads, get in touch. At Bush on the radio. Lomo, have you got any more before we, we wrap things up? Yeah, just very quickly. Got to mention the Nokia. Now, I know we've talked about mobile oh, phones, yes. so we won't go into detail, but, but kind of particularly playing Snake on the Nokia. Great game. Just absolutely loved it. Hours of fun. And it was so basic when you think about it now, but like, honestly, you could have given me an old Nokia, that big brick thing. What were they called? 3210s? 3210s. 3210. 64.9s? I mean, 6410. Stop doubling the numbers. <laughs> and I would play, I would literally just go and play and Snake and it was just so good. And then we've had a few, uh, we've had Simpler a few... Simpler times though with, with Snake. Like there's, there's, you, you don't get it for free and then you have to buy upgrades. Do you know what I mean? It's like simpler times. But also it was just so basic that everyone knew how to play it, everyone knew what they were doing and it was very addictive back in the day. Damn addictive, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Paul Ferry got in touch on Instagram and he said he wants to include saying not at the end of uh, oh. sentences which became really annoying, he said. What a wind, that is such a wind up, doesn't it? Not. He thinks it's from Wayne's World. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. It's up there. It, I, I mean, I think a decade later on we had What's Up. Oh, Jesus. Do you, know I mean? or do you remember that crazy frog thing? Yes. Yeah, oh, horrific. Uh, so also, someone else um, has suggested Entrance, the band. Oh, yeah, okay. Take me insanity. No, they have a more better known song than that, Bush. I feel like we peaked with Michael Burke's 999. I feel like I don't want to sully the end of the podcast with me trying to do Entrance. I'm not going to lie. I really raised the bar with that one. I can't do it. No. Do you know the song I mean? No. Insanity. Is it not? Let me be your fantasy. Hold on a minute. No, we. So I'm really sorry that uh, this is a bad way to end a podcast. No two ways about it. But we've got to find out what this song is. Okay, everyone. Entrance. Live googling. Now you know with copyright and all that, you can only pay like four seconds of this. Set you free. It's not me going to the toilet to start the song. <laughs> Bush, you're killing my vibe. It's just rain. This is it. Yeah, yeah. I can't play anymore now, can I? No. What's it called, though? Set you free. Set me free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so that was that was a there was a poor end to this podcast. I apologise for that. Pathetic. Um, and then I'm going to get sued now because I played too much of the song. So yeah, and also you fancied a twelve-year-old. 
There is that as well. Uh, but at least you're going to draw us a diagram of the reverse scope for next week, so that's all good. We'll see. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading it. Thank you for spreading the word. And we've gone up in the charts, which we cannot believe. Uh, we're number 42 in the Comedy UK podcast charts, which we're delighted about. We're delighted to even be in the frame in, in comedy if you've listened to the past 33 minutes. We are not funny, Bush. Not funny in a million years. Uh, but thank you very much. We appreciate it. The producer is the brilliant Ross Ramsey-Golding. We will see you next week when we're going to be looking at... Oh. Oh. We'll see you then. Have a good one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.